Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how your character reflects your business and some things to keep in mind when you meet with a client or just overall business practices that I think are best practices of the industry. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I've shared this story before and I think I'll start with this story because I think it's relevant here when I talk about character. So I was at this one stop. And this was a million dollar home. And so the homeowner I've known pretty well for a long time. And she does a lot of things for the community. She's the person that is on the board or the, I guess, the committee where they pick like the best neighbor, the best yard of the neighborhood in her particular city. And then they'll put signs out saying, you know, garden or home of the month kind of thing. And so she's really involved with the community and she's, you know, pretty wealthy because of her status and where she lives. And so she had to call, I guess, one of her outdoor refrigerators wasn't working. She has a patio, and on the patio is a built-in barbecue, and there's like a refrigerator there also. So it wasn't working, so the repairman was back there with her. And I'm back there doing the pool, and I'm just kind of overhearing what they're saying. And then I hear this guy describe the problem with her uh, refrigerator, and he starts dropping these profanity-laced descriptions of what's actually wrong with the refrigerator. And I saw her face, and her face kind of changed. She was definitely shocked and taken a little bit aback by this guy's language. And, you know, the first couple things that popped in my head were this guy doesn't, you know, have a clue that he's dealing with someone who that kind of language would definitely be offensive or a little bit off-putting. And the second thought that popped in my head is this guy is definitely not going to get referred to all of her connections in the community which are many because, again, she's on these committees and she knows a lot of people. And so he basically just lost any kind of referral that he would get from her. And I don't know if he was any good or not. Maybe he was really good at what he did. But he just lost potential referrals because of his off-color language and the way he talked to her. And I think this is an important thing to note is that when you are back there and you are working, the character does count. And I'm not saying he has bad character, but he does have a bad character trait with the language he chose to use with this particular client. And I think that's a reflection of maybe he uses it all the time, you know, at home when he's out. And to him, it's like second nature to talk that way. And, you know, I think I, I don't know if I did a particular podcast on not using profanity, but I'm not someone who uses it. I don't think that is there's a place for it in business in any situation You may disagree with that, but I think this example kind of proves the point that if you're using it every day and you kind of fall into talking like that, it'll kind of bleed into your business. And that's kind of like the flip side of integrity. 
or I guess the downside of what you would think of when you think of integrity. Integrity means kind of like a whole complete person. So how you act at home, at church, in your business, and with others and friends is all going to be the same. You're not like compartmentalizing. You're like different at church. You're different at your business. And so you're like a whole person. And I can see how the profanity can kind of bleed out in the business world if you use it on your in a regular basis in your personal life. And so one of the things that I think would be wise for you if you are someone who kind of talks that way is to kind of pull back and stop using those words in your personal life. And then you're going to see in your business dealings that those words won't slip out. In his case, that's just the way he talked, I think, which was definitely off-putting for her. And again, it could cost business for you. Now I'm going to get on my soapbox. I guess I've been on my soapbox talking about profanity. But another thing that I think is something that you need to address is if you are someone who's extremely political, you know, one way or the other. I don't, I'm not a political person. But if you're like really political to the point where if the customer has like a sticker on their car and you don't agree with their particular politics, if you can't stop yourself from saying something or from having like a negative attitude towards that person, then you need to check yourself also because in your business, I did talk about integrity being the same in every aspect. But there's also a downside to that too. If you are like really leaning towards a political kind of uh, philosophy and other people that oppose that philosophy kind of bug you and irritate you, then you have to check yourself too in that area because you can't be offending people based on their beliefs. And you're just a pool guy. You're back there doing the pool for 20, 25 minutes. You're not going to change their life or their worldview or their political view just by you being back there talking about you know how so-and-so was what's whatever you want to say to them because you're not going to move the needle. You're the pool guy or gal. And they have their own set of beliefs, and you're not going to change them or sway them. And you should not be. That's not your job back there. Your job is to keep their pool safe for the family of swimming. Your job is to show up every week, keep the pool looking blue, and all the equipment running correctly. Your job is not to get political with anybody or to be offended by anybody by what they say may say to you out there in the backyard. And I've had customers try to talk politics to me all the time when I'm back there. And I just fall into line. I just, you know, agree or disagree. I don't really take a position and I nod and I said, uh-huh, yeah, that's that's interesting. That's definitely an interesting problem. And they may get a little irritated with me. And I had one guy, he's an older guy, and he's always talking politics. And I kind of just agree with him, even though I technically don't agree with him. But it's just one of those things that you have to do because you're running a business. You're not running a political action committee you're not changing anyone's opinion out there. And if you don't agree with what they're saying, kind of just nod and brush it off because everyone's entitled to their opinion. They're paying you anyway to kind of stand there and listen to what they're saying. And so in a way, you know, it's part of the job, I guess, to take some of this stuff. And you have to get thicker skin. I think one of the biggest problems in this country, and I'm selling my soapbox here, is that people have really thin skin. And when some, someone says something, they immediately get offended. Now, of course, there are offensive things that people can say. And I think prejudice and racism have no place in a business. And so check yourself. I mean, look in the mirror, look at your upbringing, look at the things you say, the things that you hear when you were growing up, and kind of filter that into your business. And if you have something against somebody because of their ethnicity, their race, their color, things of that nature, you may have just been brought up that way. 
I mean, that's kind of common in this culture, American culture, to have an upbringing where there is prejudice. And I hate to say that, but that's kind of how I was brought up too. But you can get over that really easily. And you can see people through a different lens. And you can see people through a lens without colors or without distinction. If you really work on that and you want to be that kind of person. And so in business, if you pass up an opportunity based on someone's race or color, you could be losing a lot of business. And I'll give you this example. I have a handyman that I deal with. His name is Mike. He's about 71, I think now. And he's African-American. And he tells me the story. He's a real estate investor. He's really wealthy. He's just doing this for fun, basically. But he was at this one auction. And this is in the 90s, 2000s, when they actually had auctions because real estate wasn't as crazy as it is today. And so he was coming from one of his jobs. He was a plumber as a career choice. And so him and his brother went to this house. And the realtor, just didn't give him, the realtor there didn't give him the time of day. He was asking questions about the house and, you know, the condition of it. And she just ignored him, basically. Um, and basically, it's because of his color that she was doing this and how he looked. And so, you know, he's a he's a millionaire. So he said, you know, I want to make a bid on this house. I want to bid 180000 And right away, she, of course, perked up and turned around. Everything changed when he was going to bid on it. And so she wrote up the offer and he was, you know, submitted and she was very happy. She still was kind of standoffish towards him. But since he's buying the property, she had to kind of put on that professional face and write up the offer for him. And so he gets home and he calls his friend who's a broker and says, hey, I want you to make an offer on this house for me. I want you to make an offer for $180,001. And so he writes him the check and he's, you know, the deposit for that. And his friend puts an offer in. And so the realtor originally that he saw the listing at calls him and says, hey, you won. Congratulations. I see your name listed here in the newspaper. You won the auction. But she goes, it's funny. I don't see my name in the paper because I was the one that bid for you and put the offer in. And he told her, well, you know what? I actually had my friend put an offer in for $1 more. And he's the one who got the commission because I wanted to teach you a lesson that you can't judge a book by the cover and you can't judge people by how they look. And I just want you to learn this lesson. I know it's a hard lesson to learn. And she wasn't happy, of course, with him. For sure, she wasn't happy. And he said, and by law, you have to give me my deposit back within 24 hours. So if you can please give me that check back now, since you lost the offer and lost the bid, I'd appreciate it. And I think she learned the lesson. He said that she was much more humble when he saw her next time. And this is, you know, kind of a pretty big illustration and kind of a, a cool thing that he did, I think, in a way. To kind of wake her up to the fact that she's not treating everyone the same way as she's supposed to. And I think in business, if you were to pick your clients based on maybe their political belief or what they believe religiously, or even, you know, how they look, like in this example, you could lose a lot of business. And this is the kind of person that could have been a client of hers for life. And she could have made bids on houses for him because he was buying him refurbishing him, rehabbing him, and selling him. And she could have had a new client if she would have treated him correctly when he walked in the door and not judged him. And so you may be passing up a lot of business with people if you are using some kind of prejudice to filter your clients out there. And so take a step back. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I think I was on there for a good 10 minutes. And I think some of the things you have to realize is that you yourself have character defects and you yourself perceive things in a different way But at the end of the day, you're running a service business. You're running a pool service. 
and you're just a pool guy. The customer is not going to think twice about something you said to them. You know, they're not going to take your opinion into anything in their head because it'd be like, you know, just like if you're at the getting a hamburger and, and the cashier there is trying to convince you of her political position. It doesn't make any sense and it's kind of nonsensical. And in the same way, you're there to clean the pool. Now, yes, you can tell the customer things about the pool that they need to know, you know, if they need new equipment, new pumps, whatever, and water quality issues. But I think you got to keep it there. Stay in your lane. You're there to provide a service for them. You're not there to convert them. You're not there to talk politics. You're not there to make judgments about what their sticker says on their car. You're there to clean the pool. And I think you're going to have to kind of mature yourself to that point where the little things that would irritate you if it was like a neighbor doing them or, you know, a family member, which is kind of weird because we're, we seem to take things very personal in that direction. But you're going to have to just kind of brush it off and realize that they're paying you and they may give you leads. They may give you more work. And so you just have to kind of take everything they do and say with a grain of salt. Of course, there are some harmful things that you want to definitely stay away from. And you'll know that the red flags. I'm not telling you that, you know, if someone calls you for a green pool cleanup and they they tell you something like this. And this is a true story. It wasn't a green pool, but I was at a customer, a new customer, and he told me, hey, I need to ask you a question. You know, uh, the last pool service company, they actually put a lien on my house that I didn't pay the bill. Now, of course, that's definitely a red flag. And you're making a judgment call based on that person's character. Nothing to do with anything else but what he just said to you. And if a customer says that to you, which he said to me, that's something that's like, well, I'll kind of like see you later kind of thing. And so if you're at a green pool cleanup and it looks like the customer is not going to be able to pay you, you know, if, if you see like collection notices in their mailbox, I mean, I'm going extreme here, but you kind of get the idea. You're making a judgment call in some cases based on things you see, but you're not actually judging the person. You're judging the circumstances around that thing or around, you know, the thing you're bidding on, like a green pool cleanup. And so you make that judgment, you know, if you're going to bid an acid wash and the person comes out and they're like just totally nitpicky, you can tell right away that if you do this acid wash, they're going to be like, hey, you know, there's still a stain in that corner there and I don't really like how it came out, so I'm not paying you. If you kind of get that vibe of that kind of person, then you may want to consider not doing that job. But I'm saying overall, you know, as a business owner, you should take every client and you shouldn't judge the book by its cover. Like I gave you the example with my friend Mike. It's definitely something to keep in mind. And I think this is an important aspect of business that no one really talks about much because I think it's not, you know, politically correct to talk about things like this in some situations. But I think it's a really important thing that you really need to check your character, how you treat people, how you project yourself out there, and the things you say to people. Because at the end of the day, you're a pool service company. You're there to do one thing, and that's clean the pool. And I think staying in your lane is going to give you the most clients. It's going to make you the best and most respected company out there because everyone's going to say, hey, this guy is great. He's really friendly. He likes everybody. And this is what kind of the things you want said about your company. Instead of things that, you know, I know you've probably been into mom and pop burger places where they look irritated that you came into their business and you don't want to be that kind of a person. And so kind of check yourself. You want to be like the Chick-fil-A of pool service where everyone's you're happy to see everyone even if you're not you're faking it and i think these are important aspects of a business and this is an important aspect of how you treat people in general 
whether you're serving them as a business owner or when you're out there shopping, buying food at a restaurant and things of that nature. All of these are important aspects. And it's kind of the whole picture of being a business owner. So do some work, you know, look at yourself, look at your business and look how you treat people and how you look at people when you're doing bids or meeting them or just servicing their account on a weekly basis. And if you're interested in more podcasts that I recorded, go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, there is a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts that I recorded. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a group chat where you can ask questions and post it to other members around the country. And you can get some answers for them also in there. Plus, you get a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.